Every day can be different. We can have the perfect laid out plan and something can happen and just change everything. And that happens a lot. Oh, sure. I like to make my list the night before. The next morning, I'd like to narrow that down. My top three, top three things that I want to get done. Um, Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Good morning, y'all. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. Today, I have a uh, guest that I'm so excited for you to meet, uh, Pam Terry. And Pam, thank you so very much for being open to being interviewed today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Could you tell the listeners a little bit about Uh, what got you into this business and who you work for? Well, I have been in the real estate industry for about 21 years. Um, I initially got interested in the business. Um, I can remember years ago, my ex-husband and I at the time were looking at properties and we were working with an agent and I had so much admiration for her. She was just wonderful to work with. And I thought, you know, this could be fun. I think I would like this. Um, at the time I had an infant and I had a full-time job working in long-term care. So I took the classes, I took my test and I did it for a while, part-time, found that I really loved it and Probably about 11 years ago, I actually started doing this full time and I've never looked back. Wow. It's a passion. I love meeting people. I love the business itself. Um, I have been with EXP Realty for the past two years and I am very blessed and beyond happy with, with where I'm at today. Okay. And can you share with our listeners about uh, where is, uh, where do you do your business? My business is primarily done in Allegheny County, um, which is Cumberland, Frostburg, Maryland, uh, Garrett County, Grantsville area. I do, I am now licensed in West Virginia. So I do cover Mineral County in West Virginia. So um, I wanted to get my West Virginia license for a very long time because we're actually where I'm located. We're just right across the bridge. Mm. So it just made sense to do that. And it's been great. I love that. I love that. I, I think it's a beautiful area town. Uh, when we got to meet personally, um, I was up there on retreat and it's just so gorgeous. Um And uh, I love that. Would you like to share uh, a little bit about your family? Well, both my husband and myself, we are originally from Virginia. And we've both lived in this area, or at least I have, over half my life. So I consider myself now a Marylander. Uh, But uh, my husband is a jeweler. Um, He is self-employed. I'm self-employed. He has three boys. I have two children, a son and a daughter. And when we got together, it was a large family, but everything just 
blended perfectly together. Oh, that's wonderful. One child at home who is now, she is 16 years old and she is a junior in high school. So we are, you know, going to be empty nesters, I guess you could say soon. Yes. But um, my, we just found out that this December, um, my husband's middle son, they're having their first child. So we're going to be grandparents. Oh, and how I am exciting. Super excited. A little girl. <laughs> Oh, that's so exciting. Congratulations. My husband, um, we work in the same building now since January of this year. We purchased a building. Um, He has his business in the front. I have my home office in the back, and it's really nice. We work close together, and I said, now we finally see each other (laughs) (laughs) because both our schedules are really crazy, so this works out for the best. I love that. Uh, tell, tell us about your uh, 2022 and 2023 year-to-date production. And we are, uh, just so everybody knows, we are recording on September 1st of 2023. Okay. Well, in 2022, um, I sold 68 homes and I did a little over $8 million in volume. Mm-hmm. This year, year to date, I have sold 44 homes and I am now a little over 5 million and I have a few in my pipeline. And I'm really excited to say with this being my second year with EXP, one of the levels they have what's called an icon level. It's one of the highest levels you can achieve. I achieved that my first year and I'm on track for making it again this year. So... Very now, exciting. explain to us what, e, uh, what um, ION means, ICON means. ICON agent is when the way EXP works, it's 80% to the agent, 20% to the company mm-hmm. initially. When EXP makes 20,000, or excuse me, makes 16,000 back, they're 20%. They get 16000 back. Then you actually cap. Okay. You cap, so then you go to 100%. From that point, if you sell 20 more homes after that, you become an icon agent. Oh, okay. So, and there's some perks to being an icon agent. There's some things that you do. Um, we get stock options. We also... Um, you know, they they like for us to give back where we can teach courses, we can teach a class to other um, EXP agents. Yes. A lot of lot of different um, things that you can do to for success in this industry and for working with EXP. Sure. Now, if I do recall, you do have a coach, business coach slash mentor that you utilize, if I remember correctly. Yes. About four years ago, I went under a coach out of Brentwood, California, and I have been with her. Well, I guess it has been four years. Um, And when she got in, she got affiliated with EXP. I started to think, you know, um, I've learned so much with having a coach with my marketing and so forth. You know, I want to continue learning. I want to continue to follow um, from someone I think is the best. And I ended up going with EXP 
under my coach. Wow. And it, I am, my mentor is another gentleman. We both started the class together. Um, it's actually uh, my coach and then him. And then I'm under, under, um, in that group, in the organization. And I'll tell you, it's just the knowledge that you gain the, mm. I think sometimes that we, we do the same thing over and over again, and we don't try to find ways to learn new things. Very true. Even, and I've always been the type of person I want to be different. I want to do things different. Um, and I was told one time, you know, this is, you know, we live here, we're not in a big city, you know, I guess basically saying, you know, we don't do things like that, but I wanted to grow. I wanted to learn more. And, and that's why I went with a coach. And because I think if you ever get to the point where you feel like you, you know, it, you're stuck. I, you've got to continue. We have a daily thing that we reread. It's like a declaration. And one thing that I can remember with this is um, it talks about being overwhelmed and I appreciate being overwhelmed because it means I'm growing. Yes. And growing and moving forward sometimes can be very scary because we don't know what direction or where it's going to take us. But you, it's kind of like you begin with the end in mind first. Mm -hmm. You've got that goal and you're going to focus and you're going to keep moving forward. I learning and, you know, and I am a firm believer in my business that you serve, you don't just sell. It's about helping someone else. It's about people seeing that you are real and that you're genuine. They're going to trust you. They're going to want you on their side. They're, and I feel that if they see that and they get that from me, you know, the selling will come in time, mm -hmm. but a people business we yes. connect with others and I think that's the most important part yes would you like to plug your business coach in here so other agents that are listening to this could reach out to her if they feel the need that they need a coach like her sure her name is Krista Mishore she's out of Brentwood California and she uh, is in the top one percent nationally wow that's phenomenal. Uh, she has done a lot um, with Tony Robbins. She mm -hmm. has spoken with him, Dean Grazio, um, some really big hitters. And, you know, continuing to network and to teach, going to conferences, uh, to summits. I mean, there's so much that we can learn and grow as a professional in this industry. Yes. And as such, it leads me to uh, uh, to find out from you, what does your daily success plan look like? When Pam rolls out of bed, it's what time <laughs> and and what what are the things that you do from the time your alarm goes off, if, if you get up with an alarm, uh, from the time that you stop answering voicemails and emails and working, what does your daily success plan look like? My daily success plan typically starts 
the night before, believe it or not. And that's when I sat down and I try to think about, okay, what do I have to do the next day? Because every day can be different. We can have the perfect laid out plan and something can happen and just change everything. Yes. And that happens a lot. Oh, sure. But I like to make my list the night before. The next morning, I'd like to narrow that down my top three, top three things that I want to get done. Um, I usually start my day off. I like to sit down, have my coffee. And what's very important to me is to do my devotion. Me too. Once I do my devotion, I like to take one chapter out of a book, something business related, something that pertains to the real estate industry. Um, that I can learn, that I can take something and try to apply it in my day. Um, I start my day, I head to the office. Um, my goal is to try to hit the gym before work or after after I get home, have dinner, then go and and just work out. And that's my typical day, if all goes well. Things <laughs> <laughs> do change. But that's that's how I try to start my days. I understand that. And, and if we look at your business in the last 12 months, we know that Maryland Realtors has said here in Maryland that our um, that production is down year over year, 22 percent. So mm -hmm. I want to I'm asking the question in the last 12 months, as we're down this 22 percent, what have you done in your business, if anything at all? to pivot during this last 12 months, during this season? One thing that I do, um, even from last year, I try to get, I really, towards the end of the year, like the end of last year, I really try to get my pipeline filled to carry me into the, into the months that can sometimes be slow. It, when you're thinking of the winter months before spring. Um, but I'm really trying to focus on making follow-up calls, um, going through my list, sending out mailers, um, targeting farming certain neighborhoods to try to, to generate more business. Um, if there are anyone out there that wants that's look thinking about selling their home, Hey, I'm here. I would be happy to do a free uh, market analysis for you. Um, let's see what your home is worth. For buyers, you know, I think right now the big thing when interest rates started climbing, some buyers that I know I was working with, when they went a little bit higher, it kind of knocked them out of the price point that they were looking at initially. Oh, yeah. So we had to kind of re- um, reevaluate things, try to find homes that would work for them in a different kind of in a different price point. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I can say that it's kind of been trial and error, mm -hmm. but you, you hustle, you try to come up with ways and, and stay on top of it. Follow up is so important. That's where the money is. Especially in this market right now. You have to follow up. You have to. It's not like things are coming to you. You work for it. 
Yes. And I think the months, I mean, as crazy as it was during COVID, those were the best years that I had as far as the business went. I mean, it was like you were writing contracts left and right. Mm -hmm. It's very different now. And I know for newer agents, I know it's a, it can be a big, it's a struggle because this isn't your typical, it's not your typical market. Yes. You work very hard. You hustle, you follow through, you do whatever you can to get your brand out there. And, um, I have, I have a motto that I put or a tagline behind my name. That's hustle and heart sets me apart. And I live by, I live by that. Um, I hustle, I care, I work hard. Um, Sometimes if you ask my family, I don't have the greatest balance because I work a lot. But I think right now with our times, you have to. Yeah. You really have to. I like that. Did I ever forward you the dynamic CMA? Um, Because now that you said that you like to do those free market analysis and send them to people, Uh making me think, did I send you the YouTube version of the um, a dynamic CMA that you can send to clients? No, I'm I'm going to do that when we get off of here, so that you have that because that was this one agent did that one dynamic CMA for 90 days and brought $11 million of additional revenue into his business from doing one unsolicited CMA a day. I was shocked by those numbers. And like I Mm -hmm. sent that to a few different agents that I work with. And I'm like, is anybody interested in doing this? Because I see this man's statistics and I just want it. I, mm-hmm. You want to believe him. I do want to believe him, but I'm like, who wants to do this? Who's, who's going to do this for not make a commitment for Why not? Try? <laughs> yeah. But let's see. Like yeah. a million, it's nothing to bat your eye out and not to mention mm-hmm. additional, additional 11 million outside of his regular production that it, this was just one. I always think about marketing as, you know, you throw a fishing rod into a water. This is just one of his rods, you know, mm-hmm. his, as you had mentioned, your mailers, your different farming that you're doing, your follow-up calls. These are all different rods all in this, in a boat. And of course with me, I'm always talking about boating um, <laughs> and floating because that's my, my hobbies. <laughs> um, but, but I relate everything too. So I'm like, this could be, I'll send that to you because I will send it to you. It's like, it, it's a very quick, five, seven minute video, but listen to it, watch it. Let me know if you're interested in doing it because I like somebody's business increase, even if it's not $11 million in 90 days, let's say it's four. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not okay with $4 million more production (laughs) by doing one activity a day that takes less than 30 minutes. That's remarkable. Um, I'll send that to you. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, so I see that you're doing these follow-up, these calls, the mailers, the farming. Is this um, 
are these things that are um, scheduled into your uh, year? Are you doing certain communities and certain marketing to each communities every few weeks or every few months? Is this something that is completely scheduled for you and it's kind of like set it and forget it? Or is this something that you're getting into doing when you're hearing about a particular market that is doing well and you want to take advantage of that? I would say a little bit of both, mm. but I do feel that when you are farming, that you you need you can't do a farm and then stop and then pick up like two or three months later. You really need to be consistent, and um, and it can that. be something as simple as um, hey, did you know you know send something out about the interest rates? Um, you know there was a there was a time when we had our inventory was so low, you know, have you thought about selling your home? Do you want to see what your home is worth? Um, you know, we need more listings. Mm -hmm. So things like that, it can be, um, I know during the holidays, um, especially during, uh, I think I did for Christmas, I did these little door hangers, you know, with a cup of warmth and I had a little thing of hot chocolate, Ooh, on there for that. people in the neighborhood. Um, it's just something I wasn't asking for anything. It was just something to give. Right. You know, it, providing something to, for someone else. Oh, yes. Um, it could be, um, I, I had these um, sheets I did up, you know, spring cleaning, things you can do on a weekly basis, um, everything broken down by month. Mm. Um you know, targeting certain parts of your home, the exterior, interior. Those are things that I think people, if they had a list in front of them, would they look at it? I think so. Yeah. I would, you know, so um, just little things. If you can provide a service or you could provide something that's educational, a tool that mm -hmm. they can use, it doesn't have to be just, um, hey, um, I'm looking for a buyer. I'm looking for a seller. Provide something of value. Yes. That to me is the key. Oh, that's it. Exactly. It's, it's having those conversations that uh, some of us in our industry aren't taking the time to do re reading and to communicate yes. what we're reading. Um, I have a new marketing piece that's going out that is sharing statistics from um, the Mortgage Bankers Association and um, mm -hmm. uh, MBS Highway with Barry Habib that is telling us that Black Knight, the largest servicer of loans, is saying that the average homeowner has $274,000 in equity, average. Wow. And these are statistics that are from this company, from the company that services most of the mortgages um, in the United mm -hmm. States. That's important data to know. It also shares with us that the average homeowner has $96,000 in consumer debt. So when everybody's talking about their 2.99 interest rate and how sexy that is, and it is, mm -hmm. but we're not talking about the $96,000 in consumer debt. That is mm -hmm. sometimes between 18 and 33% interest. Mm -hmm. we have those honest conversations with people. We need to yeah. be sharing with them these things and saying, there are things that we can do to help you. Let's have mm -hmm. a conversation. 
Let's just have a conversation. We're not, nobody's selling anybody on anything, but let's have a conversation because you might be in more pain. The, uh, the debt's up to a trillion dollars in our, in our country right now. People don't have any money in savings and they're living off credit cards. These are the conversations that we need to be having as industry professionals to make right. it comfortable for people to have that conversation. They may not want to talk to their neighbors and their friends about it, but they should yes. be talking to us professionals that have the ability to assist them. Well, and I think also something else as a real estate agent, we can educate the consumer. We can we can do something, for example, um, like in your business, any grants that are available. Mm-hmm. A lot of people may get pre-qualified, but they don't have the down payment money. They yes. don't have their cost money what programs or what grants are available to assist them mm-hmm. Some of them have no idea that that would even exist very true you know, and, and we work with different lenders let's tell them what's out there if you're on the fence that could be just enough to get them you know what maybe i'll call and see maybe i can get pre-qualified maybe i can own a home for less than what i can rent oh yes it's it's about educating. It's yes, about it helping someone take that step, walk with them through the process. You know, they want, they just be there, have that assistance, provide the assistance to them. Very true. Very true. Now, as of these, these transactions that you've had in the last 12 months and how you've pivoted, do you, uh, how, how's your business been in the last 12 months? Meaning has it come from referrals and repeat business? Is it coming from lead generating and your farm, your farming and your mailers? Uh, is it coming from, uh, lead sources like Zillow or Redfin or buying leads for like Ylopo? Mm -hmm. Uh, do you know how your business breaks down? Well, I actually, I have a small percent that I, where I utilize Zillow, but I actually cut that more than half. Um, I do not get as many calls as I used to through Zillow. I, I set a budget and I scaled really down on that. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my leads right now are from previous customers and referrals from family and friends. I which love is great. that. I think that is that's where your money's gonna yes. gonna be. That is um, so my goal is to be is to not have to pe- to depend on a lead source. I want to be able to generate leads through previous, you know, customers that I've worked with through referrals of family and friends. Because they know the type of service that I provide. Right. Um, you know, I some of the services are great to utilize. I think when you're starting out that that's important because it's tough getting your name out there. Um, and it all depends on the market, you know, where you're at, the fi- your finances. But again, I think it all boils down what you put into your business, you will get out of it. And I can't say that enough. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, That is wonderful. And then, uh, so you have a very positive mindset. I think that is the one thing that drew me to you when I first (laughs) met you is your unbelievable warmth. Um, I've 
I only know one other in person in this industry, uh, Erica Gibbons, that has the amount of warmth that you do upon an initial phone call. You don't know me from Adam when I first called mm-hmm. you and you were so warm and welcoming and it made an impression on me uh, when I first had a conversation with you and you didn't know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really appreciated that. What, what, how, how do how do you get that mindset? How do you stay away from the negativity of what's on the news about our industry and keep that wonderful, positive, kind hearted mindset? I think a lot of that comes from my faith, the foundation. And I think that in our world today, there are enough problems, enough negativity. Let's make a difference. Let's be the one to show an act of kindness, show gratitude. Um, Life is hard enough. Oh, it It really is. And, you know, I, I took a class years ago and I remember them, one of the activities is, is, you know, if you're walking down the mall or you're walking down the street, make eye contact with someone and smile and see their response. Mm. You know, you might be the only person that looked and acknowledged them that day. Yes. And that's important to me. Oh, yes. You know, you don't know what else, you don't know what someone else is going through. So true. I had a lady stop. Why not be positive? Oh, yeah. I had a lady stop me uh, at the mall, an older lady. And uh, gosh, this has to be 10 years ago. And this lady came scurrying up to me, crying. And she said, ma'am, I just got to tell you about your son. And I looked at my son with an eye to kill. I will tell you. <laughs> I will not hold that back. And your, she said, he held the door open for me and I don't walk very fast. And he held the door and waited and looked me in the eye and said, I hope you have a good day. And I said, and she just said, I just wanted to come and tell you that because that doesn't happen with these young kids very, very much. And I just wanted to share that with you. And I just, I'm getting all excited, emotional even thinking about it. And I just said, thank you so much for coming out of your way to tell me um that he did that and then I looked at my son when she walked away and he said it's not a big thing it's just what I did and I'm like okay and like I try to calm it down and and not, and not you know get all yeah <laughs> with my teenage <laughs> schooler at the time um but it, it made such an impact on me that not only that he did it, but this lady found mm-hmm. it so valuable that she came and told me about it uh, when she left the mall. Um, I was just so in awe with him. And mm-hmm. so I so appreciate uh, the kindness that you share and, and that you shared um, how important your faith is, because I would really agree with you. Um, it, it, it changes us. It changes us. It changes our attitude. It changes how we respond to people. And it doesn't mean that we always respond properly for goodness sake. It does not, but it's, you know, to, to try and be better every day. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. I love that. 
Um, I wanted to also ask, um, when you're in a, a different market than I'm in, and so I'm wondering what trends are you seeing in your marketplace um, out in Allegheny and Garrett counties? As far as trends, and this has been happening a while in our area because prices tend to be lower than from the some of your bigger cities. I think our median price point in Allegheny County right now is a little over one hundred and thirty-four thousand. Okay. I mean, it's not high high price points. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of investors from California, from New York, from Virginia, different larger areas that are investing in this area because it is, it's a lot cheaper. Mm -hmm. um, we've got people that we're seeing that are coming in that are doing fixes and flips. Um, oh, okay. You know, it's, it, it's just, it's, it's based on price point is what we're seeing. Now, are you um, come in and buy up a large quantity or are we talking about the people doing onesie twosies um, or are they buying in quantity when you're seeing this? Um, a little bit of both, okay. depending on the investor. I mean, they'll start, like I've got a couple investors that I work with that are from the California area that are buying one or two properties fixing them up and then new properties go on the market. They're, they're buying up a couple more, you know, it's, it's, it, it's step-by-step step mm -hmm. looking to build their portfolio. Okay. Um, Down here we have a lot of Zillow uh, coming in and buying, uh, uh, and buying blocks in Baltimore city. Wow. Okay. Um, I was wondering if it was similar up there as well. Okay. Um, so I'm glad to see that they're not as, prevalent up there as they are here, but that you still are having a, a large investor concentration coming in and buying those properties. Most definitely. Gotcha. And also, I mean, I work with a lot of first-time home buyers and with the first-time home buyer programs, um, we're seeing a lot of, you know, a lot of young people now wanting to get their starter homes, or we've got some folks, there's a lot of older homes in this area, a lot of homes with two stories that have steps, mm -hmm. um, that are wanting to downsize and, you know, it can be tough to find one level living here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there is a need more of a need for one level living, I feel in this area, but, um, um, right now I know personally in my business, I am working with a lot of first time home buyers. I'm working with a lot of investors. Okay. So that's gotcha. the bulk of my business. Gotcha. And now that we are in September already, which I just, I'm having a hard time with, <laughs> and we've got three months left in the year. Well, technically, if you count today being the first of September, technically four, what are the goals that you have for you and your business for the next four months? For the next four months, I am really going to focus on getting my pipeline built because it's that time of the year. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm always this time of the year, I am preparing for the next year. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the, I think that's very important in this industry because you never know how it's going to be, especially even for weather, you know, 
we could have some, you yes. know, winter storms. It could be tough getting out there. I want to get my pipeline built. And oh, that's going to require a lot of uh, making a lot of calls, doing a lot of follow up with people um, that that are current customers. And I think what's also important is to have a good database of your past clients that you can send, you know, things out to them, keep your name in their forefront. Mm-hmm. Because if something comes up, um, it could be financial, family issues, anything, you want them to call you. Yes. You're there. I so, love that. Gosh, that's, thank that's you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on here and sharing a little bit about you and your business. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. And if there is an agent out here that is listening and says, gosh, I want to know more about Pam Terry and EXP, um, how can they reach you? They can certainly give me a call directly. My cell number is 301 six nine seven one four four two if i don't answer leave a message and i will call you back yes you will you're very good at that too so i want to thank everybody for listening today and if you are interested in reaching out to pam uh, because you've connected with one of the items that she said or if you do not have an agent in Garrett County and you're on uh, the other side of Maryland and you don't have an agent in Garrett County or Allegheny County that you could work with that you can trust your clients to, please reach out to Pam. Uh, She is a wonderful resource about that area and that's very important. And as always, I'm going to ask our listeners for two very important things to do. One, share this episode with two colleagues that will find it valuable uh, to plug in to the positivity uh, that Pam radiates in her conversations. And two, I'm going to ask you whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on, please take a moment and leave a review, an honest review of my conversation with Pam today. And if there's a podcast interview that you would like to hear from, uh, please let me know that too. I'm happy to take that information down as well. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And until next week, bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it, and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out.